Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our weekly dose of Pursuing Success God's Way. I hope that I'm live. If you are listening to this on the Hustle with Heart podcast, I think it's about June 8th or maybe June 15th. And uh, it has been quite a week or nine days, I think, since a gentleman was killed in Minnesota by police taking their authority to a limit beyond a limit. And as the wife of a former police officer, um, it's incredibly difficult to watch the people who protect us, who are, who take an oath to protect us to commit such a crime. So as you're tuning in tonight, we're really going to be talking about putting on love and I'm really coming from Colossians 12, uh, or Colossians 3, 12 through 16, but I'm going to jump around a little bit. And there are a couple of things that I really, really want to share tonight. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, um, whatever time it is where you are. So first and foremost, if this is your first time tuning into the Hustle with Heart podcast, my name is Erin Harrigan. I am the host, the Hustle with Heart and Health Coach. And my mission is to help women bridge faith and business to build a God-centered business as well as to help them do that with a healthy mind and healthy body through health coaching with my brand Arbon. And I created this podcast to bring a weekly dose of inspiration and biblical truth around what it means to be a God-centered entrepreneur and how we get to be Jesus's hands and feet, his ambassadors to the world. And tonight we are going to talk about this, um, but I'm going to take it in a little bit different direction for us as business owners, because I think it warrants um, covering such a topic. And I I want to, um, I've been so enlightened lately by by my friends who have shared things for me to read, things for me to understand and learn by my own daughter, who has done an incredible amount of research on the systemic racism in our country and coming to terms with even things in myself that I used to say that I will no longer say. And one of those things is I don't see color. And I choose not to say that because we are all a beautiful shade that the Lord has made. And we need to acknowledge that our country has mistreated for so long people of a darker color, period. And I acknowledge that I realize that through my history, I have, even though I was... I believe raised without any racism. My mother was, um, you know, a, a lover of all people. 
um, just like Jesus was a lover of all people. But I realize that there, there is, there are ways that I have marginalized my brothers and sisters. And so tonight I am apologizing for that. And tonight I want to hit this head on with some biblical truth. So first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to my friend, Ashley Lorraine Taylor. If you don't follow her on Instagram, I really recommend that you do. She just, she's a beautiful writer. Um, she shares her story and her struggles in such an incredible real way. And she shared this earlier today. She said, the original audience to whom the Bible was written was not white. This is why cultural and historical context, sorry, I'm trying to read this. This is why cultural and historical context matters when it comes to Bible study. Uh, is the Bible for everyone? Yes. Ultimately written for everyone? Yes. But the people to whom Moses wrote were brown. The people who David reigned over were brown. The people who walked with Jesus were brown. Jesus was brown. The early church was largely brown. One of the best things I think white Christians can do right now before they use scripture as ammo to hurl back their side of the conversation is to pause and remember that the very verse that means that to you once could have meant something else entirely, some, I think something else entirely different maybe, in the cultural historical context where it sits. The Bible is a weapon. It's the sword of truth. But if your version of biblical truth counters the character of God, the entirety of the Bible displays, it is not of the God that the entirety of the Bible displays. It is not true, and you're mishandling the word. Beautiful. And one of the things that I always say to you, and I've said it in my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, as well as in the podcast and anytime I do my daily dose, when I share scripture with you, I really strive to share it um, in a, in its original context and not to misrepresent it. And I am, a, I'm new to this, right? Because I gave my life to Christ in October, 2014, and I've had a voracious hunger to get to know the Lord and dig into scripture. And I also want to be very careful that I never take it out of context. So I thought that that was just so beautiful. And then there's someone else that I follow. Her name is Tony Collier. And this is kind of funny. I had posted on my stories about um, Arbon, and I kept getting a message from Tony to um, to send her info, and I kept reaching out to her and nothing. So finally, I went to her website, um, Tony Tony with an I J Collier .com. She is a speaker um, and, and a consultant um, at North Point Community Church, and so I finally emailed her and I'm like, Tony, I think you've been hacked but I love your content. And she was like, yes, I have been hacked, but thank you for sharing that. Anyway, I, I just love her content. And she posted this. Imagine how happy the enemy is when God's sons and daughters are hated for and then ashamed and insecure of the color of their skin. So I think that we need to realize all of these truths about the Bible and that we need to... Um, we need to dig into the love that we're called to create. So I'm going to relate that to how we can do that in our businesses. So tonight I'm coming from Colossians 3, 12 through 16. And then I have a little bit of Romans that I'm going to sprinkle in here. And the title of this area of Colossians is character of the new man. And remember, when I'm presenting the scripture, read the whole chapter, read before, read after, make sure you're getting the context, etc. 
So therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another. So bearing each other's trials and tribulations and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you also were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Um, I just want to read what Dr. Charles Stanley says here uh, about 312. Tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, and long-suffering suffering do not automatically become our characteristics when we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior. We have a responsibility to adopt these qualities, but we cannot do this on our own. As we surrender to the control of God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, he changes us so that our lives become a reflection of Christ, thus exemplifying each one of these qualities. And then on 3.16, he says, We cannot grow in our relationships with Jesus or mature in our walks without the encouragement, help, and instruction of others. So you've heard me say, or maybe you've read my book, that this is the foundation of every personal development book that there is. Whether the authors of those books know it or not, somehow it all comes back to this. So what am I trying to say here? What I'm trying to say here is put on love. And how can we do this as God-centered entrepreneurs? We talk about this all the time. You know, the Lord gave us this business, whatever your business is, to walk out our purpose. And the ultimate purpose that he calls us to as God-centered entrepreneurs who are pursuing success his way, who are in a hustle with heart journey, is being Jesus's hands and feet. And how do we do that? Well, we do that by showing love, period. So what does that look like for us in businesses? It means that we do not treat people differently in our business based on the color of their skin. That may sound really common, but obviously it happens because if it didn't, what's happening right now would not be going on. Um, it means that we listen more than we speak not just listening. It means that we listen more than we speak. It means that we're listening for the needs of others and how we can serve them through our businesses. It means that we're tuning in and seeking to understand before we are understood. For those of you that have read um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, that's the number one habit that Stephen Covey says. Seek first to understand. How do we do that? We listen. We come with love. We come with an open heart and open mind and open hands to say, let me hear you. We have a golden opportunity as business owners to impact the kingdom and be Jesus's hands and feet and to show up with love in ways that, and, and, and for lives that we may not have ever crossed paths with except because of our businesses. So how can we do that as business owners and how can we make a vow to do that more effectively every single day? Um, getting to know our customers, getting to know our audiences, um, listening, reading, 
watching. There's so many resources out there. My daughter's been posting some, my friend, um, my friend Jessica, others that I've seen um, have been posting some incredible resources. We cannot deny that history exists. We can't. And we can no longer stand back and say, well, that's not my history. And that's not my legacy. We may have come a long way, or we think we have, but those, those prejudices and things still exist. And um, let me tell you also what it says in Romans. So I'm going to Romans 15, 7, and 13. In Romans 7, it says, Therefore receive one another, just as Christ also received us, to the glory of God. And then Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hope, love, these are the things that we can bring forward by understanding, by listening, and we can do a better job of that as God-centered entrepreneurs um, and, and showing the way and going the way Make no mistake, um, I may have people unfollow me for this message, and I'm okay with that. I may have people unfollow the podcast, and I'm okay with that. Uh, but we can do better, and, and we need to do better, and we need to do more than better. Let us, as God-centered entrepreneurs, be the leaders in this. Let us be the first to listen, and the first to seek to understand, and the first to show up in love. Let us be the first to say... I know this is cliche because people have been posting it. Like, I understand that I will never understand, but I stand with you and for you because black lives matter. Um, I saw someone else post that, like, yes, all lives matter, but but um, someone posted earlier uh, Luke 15, 4, um, and I may get this wrong, but I'm going to share it with you anyway because I thought that it was pretty powerful. It's the parable of the lost sheep. And Jesus is sharing the parable about a man who has a hundred sheep. And if he loses one of them, does he not leave 99 in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors saying to them, rejoice with me. I have found my sheep, which was lost. So what this person was saying, and they did take it out of context a little bit because they were saying that Jesus went and found the sheep, but the parable is a man, um, that the 99 could be saying, but what about us? But what about us? But the man went to save the sheep that was in trouble. The man went to save the sheep that was in trouble. So let us in our businesses be listening, be seeking to understand, be seeking how we can give back, be seeking how we can support um, the the abolishment of, of racism. And you guys, listen, I know it's not going to happen overnight. There will not be a switch that flips. Um, but it's got to start. And I, and I think that it is starting. Um, but we as business owners have an incredible opportunity to use our platforms to share this message. I I hope that that... that um, I don't know. I hope this brings you value. I mean, maybe it educated you a little bit. Maybe it's bringing you hope. Maybe you vehemently disagree with me and that's okay too. Um, 
but I felt that it was really important to cover this as, as we talk about our weekly dose and our pursuit of success God's way, because if we are pursuing um, our job in the kingdom, it is to love all because Jesus loved all. And we need to be looking out for um, those who are marginalized and we need to be doing everything that we can do to, um, to break down these barriers and to break down this, the, the, uh, the establishment of, of what's been happening. So that's not a battle cry and it's not a political message. It's simply what was on my heart to share with you ad-centered entrepreneurs tonight. So I'd love to know what you think. Simple as that. If you're listening to this on the podcast, please subscribe at Apple Music. I think that's what it is now. Please leave us a review. Listen, reviews and the five stars are super important because I am lining up some really great guests, but having those reviews shows that we have an active growing audience and the really amazing guests that I want to um, introduce you to in the next year. Um, some of them are pretty high profile and they look at the reviews. So please make sure you leave a review. If you did not hear my interview of Seven Savante on June 1st, please go back and listen to that. He's an incredible entrepreneur um, and he's shared such a beautiful, um, beautiful story of the Lord saying to him, welcome home, welcome home. So thanks for tuning in guys and I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray that it brings you value as you build a business that honors God and serves his people. If you find it valuable, please leave a review and a five-star rating on iTunes. For all things Hustle with Heart, visit my website, erinharrigan.com, where you can connect with me about personalized coaching, find the podcast, as well as my new book, Pursuing Success God's Way, a practical guide to hustle with heart. Follow me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart Coach or Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur. I'm praying for you, friend, that your business will serve others in a greater capacity than you could ever imagine.